serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Thursday, baby. Oh, happy Thursday. I'm Gatos. He's Chad. Becky Lynn just finished her fantastic newscast. Fantastic. In about 10 minutes, uh, Pete Buttigieg is going to join us. Transportation secretary. That's right. He is in the Valley, and he's working on a whole bunch of transportation stuff. One of them is light rail, which I got to ask him about. Oh, my. Light don't get, rail. Don't get us started. Light rail. Goodness gracious. $158 billion for three feet of track. Yeah. That's All a right. gig I got to get. He might be in the next president. I mean, he, who knows? That's he for he sure, may man. be running on the, on the, on the left side. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, Buttigieg, I think, is a pretty well-liked guy. He hasn't been in politics enough for anybody to really despise him. Uh, no, no. You know, my uncle is uh, super right. He tells me, hey, that's one guy I like. I think I could vote for that guy. Your uncle is a huge righty. He is. And, and he, he goes, would vote I like, for he goes, I, I, he goes, I like the guy. I think he's really good. I guess if he didn't look like he was 12, he probably would have had a real shot. All right. Uh, Pete Buttigieg in about uh, five or six minutes. So stick around for that. Um, all right. So earlier today, we had uh, U.S. Uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland have a press conference. Everybody knew it was going to be out about Trump and the raid. But apparently they didn't tell the White House they were going to have this press conference. You know, it was kind of thrown out there. And, uh, you know, with television and radio, certainly here at KTAR, everybody's scrambling. We don't know what this is about. And you're thinking, they're going to charge Trump today. <sighs> and they didn't. But what he did come out and say was a whole bunch of nothing. Uh, we'll play a little bit of the stuff, but man, I gotta tell you, his appearance makes it look worse. It was not a, his appearance today, cause he's getting a lot of pushback from a lot of Dems, a lot of the progressives that he's not acting quick enough. He should be putting this guy away, understanding they, you know, you have to have, you know, evidence and not what you think you know, but what you can actually prove. A lot of this, I think, had to do with the fact that he was taking, it's on me. And uh, trying to look like he's a part of this, hmm. which some people are saying he's not. I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Yeah, I got Okay, fine. So do I care? I, I don't know. All right. I guess that's what you did. Here's something that was interesting because he didn't say a whole lot of interesting things. The department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. All right. So when he when he said that, I think it pointed to the fact that Trump received a subpoena in the spring um, for documents that I guess the federal government wanted back. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, is there this big thing that Trump is is hiding um or i don't think so i think the federal government just wants their stuff back and they tried to subpoena him and it didn't work and they're like okay we're just going to come in and take it but i don't think you're going to find anything here i mean if he took classified documents out of the white house you know they could nail him on that i guess but you have to prove that a that he didn't declassify him at some point in time and that he even took him out that they just weren't loaded in with a bunch of other boxes and they ended up inside of a storage closet yeah yeah I mean, there are a lot of people that think, oh, they're going to find something big. I don't know, man. This is a guy who, he, he, just the other day, he's flushing stuff down the toilet. There are pictures of it. He's in the White House. He's, he's, he's flushing things down the toilet. He's, he's, he's not going to let something yeah. sit in a box for two years that's going to send him to jail. He's not stupid. 
I, I, he's not stupid. I would find it hard to believe that he's going and getting his, uh, you know, hey, here's all my January 6th stuff. I like to go look at it every once in a great while nah. or whatever it is. I, I think they're going to find out this has a lot to do about nothing, and then it's going to look very political, and that is not something I think HE wanted to get in front of today. I don't want to look political. Too late. Too what late. If, what if it's just he had stuff that didn't belong to him. We subpoenaed him. He didn't want to send it back. Uh, we really don't think there's anything in there that's going to, you know, we're not going after him to try and send him to jail. We're just going to go back and get the stuff that needs to be, you know, put away. You don't do that the way they did. You show up there and, and you, 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 you call the people that know him, work with him, that are Isn't there. Isn't that the subpoena? What the subpoena yeah, was four months ago? you call them behind. You, you know, my, th- this secretary calls that secretary. We, you, you schedule something. But they could say, Chad, if you guys don't, listen, we subpoenaed you. You're not, you're not. You're not listening to us. We're going to come in and we're going to take the stuff. And then Trump's like, "Great, that's awesome." But yeah, uh, make me a martyr. That, that so I think that's what it might be. It, oh yeah. Well, I mean, I could see it from that. But if you really wanted to get him back and it was that serious, you do it in a way that's much different because you've already got enough going on. Mm-hmm. And the more that you continue to do stuff, and then nothing comes of it, the more that people go, "Man, how much more political can you guys make it?" Do you think Trump was the leak? You think Trump said, you know what, I've got these. I wouldn't be surprised. Right? Hey, let's tell them uh, all this bad stuff that I've got in here. They'll come over. Right. And then we'll look like heroes, and they're going to be like, there's nothing here. Yeah. They'll come over. They'll take the boxes. They're going to find out what I know. There's nothing in them. And it's going to look like, oh, my gosh, you went to the former president's house. It's another way to just rally my base. You guys are the worst. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't think that Trump wasn't the one that is is the leak. Or having somebody inside of his studio. We'll get this guy over here to do it. He's great. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> and he'll be a hero. And then we'll laugh at him. I'll give him a raise. Do you remember the audio? I think we played it a couple years ago. Trump would try and uh, call the newspapers all these years ago. And he would be like, hello, this is Matt. You know, <laughs> he would be like, play, I'm, I'm Donald Trump's personal secretary. Right. And and he would call and try and get them to write stories about him and stuff like that. What if Trump called the white, you know, called the FBI? Hello, this is Steve Marlago. Lots, <laughs> lots of goods. You know, <laughs> so why doesn't he just spill the beans on himself now? That's the other thing. Oh, What's the deal? That is such a that would be such a him thing. We'll find out later. Oh, by the way, the leak was me. We knew it all along. We had it set up. Wah, wah. Oh, gosh. All right. So all we got from Merrick Garland today was I personally approve this, the search warrant. Uh, he did say the attacks on the FBI are unfair. That's true. Um, and he says more information will be made available. I don't know, man. And they filed a, they filed a uh, motion to have it unsealed, so we'll see what happens. All right, coming up next. Hey, he could be the new next president of the United States. You never know. He's here in Phoenix today. He's working on light rail. Light rail. Why? He's the captain of light rail. I'm going to ask him. I know you are, too. Pete Buttigieg is the uh, Secretary of Transportation. He's in the Valley, and he will join us next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, have you subscribed to the Gatos and Chad Show podcast? If you haven't, shame on you. Subscribe right now on your iPhone, your Android. Never miss any of the exciting action. It's the Gatos and Chad Show podcast brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolisthebuyers.com, carolisthebuyers.com. All right, in a second, Pete Buttigieg is going to join us here. He is uh, in Arizona. He's probably very excited. He's a little bit late because he's the whole light rail thing's very excited. Well, we got to talk about that because there's a bunch of money 
money that's going to be put into a light rail. It's one of the reasons he's here. He's the U.S. Transportation Secretary, uh, and he's in Arizona. His department announced an infrastructure invest investment. Uh, it was made through that uh, bipartisan infrastructure bill uh, that was passed last November. So that is why he is here in Arizona, and now he joins us on KTAR. The U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg here on the show. What do we call you, Mr. Secretary? we got to call you something fancy, right? <laughs> Feel free to call me Pete, and lately they've been calling me Secretary Mayor Pete, which uh, which is just fine by me. I always feel like a mayor deep down. I'm going to go Secretary Mayor Pete. All right, cool. <laughs> so, Secretary Mayor Pete, um, let's look at why you're here in, in Phoenix. Is some of it for light rail? Is it $158 million going to light rail? Because Chad and I are on the same page. This is old technology. I personally don't want to see any money go into it. Are we throwing more money into it? So actually, we're here right now to announce uh, $25 million going to better connect the neighborhood of South Phoenix uh, across the river, uh, something that's been a, a source of bipartisan interest. Uh, uh, and it goes back long before I came on the scene. Uh, uh, the late uh, Representative Ed Pastor and the late Senator John McCain were interested in this. Uh, but like many infrastructure projects, it didn't have the funding. And, you know, we went through years and years of people uh, talking about uh, doing infrastructure, promising it never really happened. It finally got done uh, under this president with bipartisan vote in Congress. Now we're putting those dollars to work, and we're here celebrating that initiative as part of one of uh, 166 that we're doing around the country with about uh, $2 billion through that funding. So you're doing that, and obviously we're getting a ton of money for light rail, and we joke about light rail only because it's so expensive, Mayor Pete, Secretary Guy, that every two feet it costs 20 billion dollars why well look uh, the reason we support transit is because transit leads directly to major economic improvements it's not supposed to pencil out uh the way a business pencils out it's supposed to pencil out for the community as a whole and that's what good transit projects do they even benefit the people who don't use them because when you have strong transit you of course have less congested roads for the people who are in cars now the project has to be done well, has to be uh, cost-effective, efficient, and well-managed. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you, we've been very impressed with what we've seen uh, with uh, what they've done with light rail here. And we think that's going to continue to contribute uh, to the, uh, the economic growth we've seen here. Remember, a place that's going through as much economic growth as you have here in Arizona, which, by the way, is a problem a lot of other people used to have, I mean, uh, would like to have. I mean, when I was in, uh, mayor in the industrial Midwest, my hometown, you know, we were dealing with what happens when you lose a big share of your population here you've got so much growth that it is difficult to keep up and you've got to make sure people have ways to get where they're going and if all you have is uh, is cars if there's no alternative no quality public transportation no good active transportation like the physics just don't add up you just can't move that many people and uh, that eventually catches up to you economically so uh, i'm glad that, that that phoenix is thinking forward yeah it's an investment of course it is every every big thing worth doing takes an upfront investment but the return on that investment is more jobs, more growth, and cleaner air. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg joining us on KTAR. Hey, let's talk gas prices for a bit. Obviously, they're down from the peak of five bucks a gallon. Um, you know, how much does President Biden uh, have to take on high gas prices? How much fault does he have to take? Some of it, right? 
I mean, it's interesting, right? A lot of the people who, when the gas prices were going up and, and they uh, uh, they went up, especially after the uh, uh, the war in Ukraine, which really sped up the increase in gas prices, you heard them talking as if you know gas prices were personally decided by the president of the United States. Now that the gas prices are going back down, I, I haven't heard a peep from any of those people. It's kind of funny. And obviously, that's you know that's just politics. But hmm. you know, the bottom line is the president has taken a number of steps to to try to help stabilize oil prices, releasing the uh, the, the barrels from the oil reserve, uh, uh, working on uh, more flexibility on ethanol, that kind of thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, there, there's going to be ups and downs as long as we're dependent on this fuel source for how we get around, which is why we're, we're working toward an energy strategy that gives us more choices, more options. Uh, by the way, something that, that is uh, definitely going to benefit Arizona, just given how many people have good paying jobs in uh, clean energy around here. And uh, we think that's the, the, the long term way uh, to create uh, ways to protect Americans from the ups and downs of of global oil prices. In the meantime, uh, you know, you'll continue to see the administration, the president fighting to uh, keep those prices lower so that we don't have that kind of pain at the pump. Talking to uh, Transportation Secretary uh, Pete Buttigieg, uh, you know, uh, Secretary, uh, the Secretary Mayor, Secretary Mayor, sorry, Secretary Mayor. (laughs) I look out there and I say to myself, why can't we all be honest with each other? You know, you got a lot of flack because you're like, people should drive electric cars. Well, you know what? California drives electric cars. A lot of other people don't. And the expense is, is in many places way out of everybody's, uh, you know, peer view to, to grab that kind of good car they would like. How do we meld the two of, hey, we're going to do fossil fuel right. We're going to try to keep it clean and safe. And we're going to try to go, grow to the future without giving the extremes on both sides too much of a voice to take away a real conversation. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to have a common sense policy. For example, you know, the, the bill that just moved through the Senate is going to go up to the House for a vote, uh, hopefully tomorrow, is uh, part, one of the things it does is it makes electric vehicles cheaper uh, so the more people can afford them. Right now, you know, you look at a, uh, a starting new uh, American-made electric car that, that starts at about 26000 for a base model. Uh, the, the pickup trucks, you know, F-150 Silverado, that's, that's starting about forty. That's still out of reach for a lot of people. And so finding ways to take the edge off that price so that especially because uh, you know if, if you are uh, going that direction you, you, and, and you have one there, there's a lot of benefit obviously in terms of saving money uh, with, uh, with fuel and maintenance so what we're trying to say is look obviously this isn't going to happen overnight uh, even though you know the automotive industry is clearly moving in this direction it's going to take years and so uh, you know there's going to be gas-based cars on the road for a very long time. Uh, that's why the president's included a focus on uh, on lowering gas prices in his agenda, but it's also why my department's working to uh, make sure we drive fuel efficiency. So if you are in a gas car, you're going to save money because of our efficiency rules that push industry to get you more miles per gallon. Uh, but if you're interested in getting out of it, uh, we're trying to make EVs cheaper so that you have that option. And importantly, to get the chargers out there, because when, when you take a road trip in a gas car now, you, you know that there's going to be uh, there's going to be these, uh, uh, you know, there's going to be a place to fill up uh, every few miles. You don't necessarily have that same confidence right now uh, on the electric side. But we've got to change that because uh, there, there's there's no going back. And, and frankly, there's a race against time when it comes to the climate issues we're facing. We can't just uh, uh, kind of sit around and hope this might happen 30 years from now. We, we've got to push. Here's the perfect example, though. Yeah, that sounds great that you're going to help everybody with these tax breaks, except if you actually read the bill what we make eight percent of the batteries here and you have to have a batteries made in the united states because the batteries mostly are manufactured in china and elsewhere so you wouldn't get that tax break that's right. Part of why the tax break is set up this way is to push more of the manufacturing to the United States when it comes to these battery components. I mean, uh, I don't think any of us are excited about the idea of 
all this income going to China, especially if it's, uh, uh, you know, also becoming an economic security and a strategic issue. So right. it was designed to encourage more of the onshoring of that. And we can do it. I mean, there's, you know, you look at a lot of the resources for the components for batteries. You look at a lot of the uh, the expertise in, in manufacturing. You know, th- these things uh, absolutely can be done on American soil. We're going to push industry in that direction. And that's part of what the policies are designed to do. Hey, last one. Uh, Trump, FBI, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. When that it happened? Ha- it did. When it happened, what did you think? You know, I, I saw it on the news like everybody else. Uh, uh, shocking news, that, uh, but also, you know, uh, not much. I, I uh, obviously I don't have any uh, expertise on the law enforcement ins and outs of it. Uh, just uh, learning about it like every other. You're state. not going to tell us what's in. The, I thought you were supposed to tell us what's inside the. Can you uh, find out and tell us what's us. in there so we could, you know. <laughs> if anybody tells me, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, uh, Secretary Mayor Pete. That's what he goes by, <laughs> U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Hey, thanks for coming on the show again. Nice to have you on. We uh, look forward yeah. to the next time you're in Phoenix. Maybe you can stop by again. Thank we'll you very much. We'll go on a trip on the light rail. Yes, we'll all go on the light <laughs> rail together. You You'll learn to love it. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> Take care. Thank Pete you. Buttigieg, everybody. Thanks. Uh, he has no idea Gatos would never go on the light rail. No, I, I again, I, I asked him. You know, I think it's too much money that's being dumped into it. Um, you know, and also there are businesses that really get crushed by it. Oh. God, you know, when yeah. that when that when that construction starts, you might as well shut down. All right, coming up next, um, we'll talk a little more. Pete Buttigieg, what did we think of the interview? That kind of thing uh, about the money coming into Arizona and what he's doing. Also, does Arizona need to put red light cameras on school buses? Next, Arizona's news station KTAR News ninety two three FM. Serious news. Seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, thanks, Pete Buttigieg, in the last segment in uh, Phoenix. Uh, joining us on the phone. Interesting conversation. Talk about it a little bit later. You can always grab it on our podcast, Chad. That's right, Carol Royce, Carol Royce Real Estate. What do they do? Why do you get it? More money? Where you go? Where you go for Carol's the Buyers.com? I got Carol'sTheBuyers.com. I love Carol Royce. She was here yesterday. Yes, she was. Okay, so uh, a couple things here. Uh, in a few minutes... Something went down at Cardinals camp. It involved a 12-year-old, right? A 12-year-old that is day-ruined. Ruined! But then all of a sudden, Kyler Murray makes everything better for the 12-year-old. This is a feel-good story, Chad. I know you love feel-good I stories. I can't, I, I can't You're not emotional. love feel-good stories. Look at you. We're going to bring the 12-year-old on in a few minutes. His name is Zach. His day went from awful at Cardinals camp to, oh my gosh, this is the greatest day ever. That's 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 quite a turnaround. That is quite a turnaround. That's a, that's a flip to the flop. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. We apparently don't know what to do when a school bus is in front of us and the lights start going off. You know, and they let the kid off the bus. Right. We don't know what to do in Arizona. You know, when the school bus stops, right. Okay. And they put the light on the red lights and it flashes and it's got the stop sign and. We don't know, apparently know what to do because vehicles are like, mm, maybe I'll just, I'm just going to keep going. No, that's not what you do. That's not what you do. The state law says vehicles approaching in either direction must stop at least 20 feet away from a stopped school bus uh, when as the red lights flashing. So, you know, you know, what's going to happen since we all we're I guess we're all breaking this law. You know, what we're going to have we're getting uh, we're getting uh, cameras on these school buses to nail people in their cars who don't follow the law here. That is going to be one hefty fine, let me tell you. So we're going to get cameras 
So if you're like on the, new, the other new red, side of the street, like the new red light cameras yeah. are now going to be on school buses, but it's not a red light. Wow, right? that's going to be a big fine. It's at least a few hundred bucks if you're speeding through, you know, the school zone when, uh, you know, there's somebody out there and, you know. Yeah, they get the little, yeah. yeah. All right, so do you think we need to put put all this stuff on? Do we need to have uh, buses, buses with additional safety features like 360-degree safety uh, cameras for inside and outside? Because, like, it, no. like, but here's the thing. What if a kid dies? What if what if a kid is crossing the street and we in Arizona apparently don't know what we're doing here and a kid gets hit hit by and killed by a car? Has, is that happening all the time? No. Okay. But it only has to happen once. Well, and for everybody to to go and re- and it's horrible. Let's be real. We're all talking about it. it's it's a horrible thing. But is is th- when I hear stuff like this, all I think is, whoa, somebody kept their promise to a major donor and got a big contract for one of his people to put cameras everywhere, and everybody's going to be smiling, fat, dumb, and okay, happy. You might be right, but let's say you're wrong. Let's say that it actually is a problem, and that vehicles around the valley are not stopping when the school bus is stopping let's just what if we just say it's a real problem well i'm sure it could be a problem just like people don't ever slow down sometimes through the uh uh you know the worker zone on the freeway you know i mean right. it's you, you right. are we going to start putting helmets and cameras everywhere i mean is that are we going to get to that point well i mean if you look around the valley especially in phoenix uh if you're a pedestrian walking on the street you're in trouble We've talked about that. We're yeah. number one. Yeah. We kill more people in our cars crossing the street. Yet another reason not to walk anywhere. <laughs> Yet another reason, Chad, to take light rail. Yeah. It's safe. It smells divine in there. You know, you can always find a, 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 a good seat. You can fight somebody over somebody's underwear. You're wearing my underpants. No, I'm not. I'm not wearing your underpants. Goodness gracious. All right. I don't know. This might become a thing. You, I, I, I wonder what the fine was. I don't, I don't know if we ever found that out. Um, but if there is a fine, it's got to be at least a few hundred bucks. Yeah. It has to Look, be. Look, I'm sure that people, because you know what? Have you ever pulled up where they've got the, the crosswalk where the light will flash and then everybody can stop? But the minute the person passes, you can go. But then some people sit there and they're not quite sure. And then you got the confusing things where... During the day, this lane you go straight, but at you know from four to seven, they can come the other way and go oh, the left. suicide lanes. I mean, my, who thought of that? Yeah, those are dangerous. That's crazy. I know we have some weird ones here uh, in in Arizona, but the entire school system, I guess, the fleet of about seven hundred and fifty school buses are going to be equipped with some new technology. Um, they're looking over uh, and reviewing what a violation would be. Um, and we're probably going to hear about it pretty soon. I just, I, do we forget? Tickets don't start till October 1st. Okay. But do we forget what happens with a, with a, with a school bus? I mean, it's I, not that hard. It's no. like, if you ever see anything that's red, yeah, you stop. Anything where there's kids or workers, take extra precaution. Nobody's going to say, man, you slow down too slow. For, yeah. You, you take extra precautions. Yeah. All right. So we may get cameras. Looks like we will outfitted on buses uh, with all these different safety measures because we don't know how to drive out here. <laughs> we don't know what to do when we approach a, a, a bus with kids on it and it's got the big stop sign and red lights on. No matter what side of the street you're on, you stop. Yeah. Just it doesn't matter which way you're going. There you go. Yeah. All right, coming up next. Coming up. Kyler Murray. Uh-oh. You know, he's Cardinals quarterback. He wears a red uniform. He does. Well, apparently, 
He also has a red cape too. Oh, wait until you hear a good the, story. Oh, it's it's a feel good story. Let me cry. I don't want to cry. Chad may cry. <laughs> it's all coming up next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. Chad, feel good story. I know you. I live for these. You love these things, man. The worst day of his life turned into the best day of his life. Are you ready to hear from our buddy, oh, man, Zach? I, I, I can't wait. All right. Joining us is uh, Zach. He is uh, 12 years old. He went to Cardinals camp, had a great day, and then the day turned bad. Zach, you went to Cardinals practice, and what happened? You lost something, right? Yes. I lost my, my prize possession, which was a Kyler Murray jersey that I did end up getting signed by Murray at the beginning okay. until the end, which I found out that my jersey was was taken or I couldn't find it. I lost it. And I was just in shock and I just was very sad and emotional that my jersey that I've had for almost three years was just gone. Zach, how did it get taken? I mean, did you did you lay, lay it down somewhere? Did you take it somewhere? Yeah, we're not sure. We don't really know what happened. All I know is that I put it on a rail and when I try to grab it and so we can go home it just wasn't there and i think i should have looked over i think it's a little maybe my fault if someone stole it or someone took it on accident or it fell over and we just couldn't find it i should have just stayed with it that right there's the feel-good part of the story he took personal responsibility zach that's why america's <laughs> the greatest country on earth because of youngsters like you <laughs> yeah. yeah all right zach is joining us he went to the red and white practice uh for the arizona cardinals and he had his kyler murray jersey and it was autographed and somebody took it and uh zach is joining us all right so you're, you're crushed. I mean, this is this is for a 12 year old. This is listen. I'm 48, Zach. My Kyler Murray was taken, and you know I had the autograph. I'd be upset too. So Kyler Murray made this right for you. What happened? Well, it was. I believe it was like a Monday. I was just really really sad. I didn't want to do anything, and my mom called me and she told me that Murray reached out on Twitter and got the, most of the players on the team to sign a whole jersey for me, and I was just. I was in shock, just like real happy. I was jumping up and down in joy. No way. I was maybe about to cry. Everybody signed the jersey even for the you? Even the kicker? Yeah, even the kicker, Matt Prater. Prater did sign it. Wow. He said, nobody wants that guy's autograph. Did you want the auto? you going to erase it from the jersey no, or no? come on, man. I'm sorry. He's working right. hard out you there. Know. You know okay. why they did that, though? Because you took personal responsibility. It, that's what you like. You got to meet Kyler, right? Yeah, I did. He handed me the jersey personally. Was it interesting that you were actually taller than him? <laughs> You're tall. <laughs> I, I wasn't, but if I was, I would have been pretty surprised. No, really, were you taller than him? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got to meet your hero. Was he cool? You know, did you, did you do the fist bump? Did, did he bring he, the dog? Did he bring his dog? Because he brought his dog to the press conference when he signed the $230 million deal. No, he, he did not bring his dog. Okay. I wish he did. It would have been really cool. But yeah, yeah I, I did meet him. Uh, he gave me a fist bump. He was overall really chill. He was really nice. Yeah. He was cooperative with everything that I asked or anything I said. That's cool. In all honesty, you losing that jersey was like the greatest thing that ever happened to you, right? Yeah, I, I definitely knew that he had heart in him and he was a really nice guy. But just knowing that he did this for me, it was just, it just really 
brings my joy up for this team and the organization, especially Kyler in general. You give me hope for the future because you took personal responsibility. <laughs> I love that, my man. And I'm glad that you got a jersey from that team. Yeah, yeah. You're, God you, bless America. Yeah, you're a good kid, man. Uh, all right, are the Cardinals going to win the Super Bowl, or you're like kind of iffy about it? I, I hope. I, I'm not sure, but if they do, I'd be I'd be even happier. See, he's not a homer either, Chad. No, no, he's honest. He's, kid, he's, honest. he's a realist and he understands stuff. I like it. He takes personal responsibility okay. and understands <laughs> personally they may not win the Super Bowl, but he's okay with that. Hey, Zach, you're a good kid. Enjoy the season. Glad you got uh, an even better jersey. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you. Hey, we'll talk. lose some more stuff and let's see what you get. <laughs> That's right. We'll see you later. All right. See you later. All right, Zach. Uh, you know what? I dislike social media, really, with a passion. Um, this is where social media is good. Yeah. Because this is how it got out. You know? He, it got out that he was he was just so upset over losing his Kyler Murray jersey. Somebody saw it. Somebody went to Kyler, and he goes, yeah, heck yeah, I'll give the kid an autograph. Of course. That, that I mean, that goes so far. Yep, it really it does. does. It really it does. Because uh, when you and I were kids, if we had lost our, uh, a jersey for whatever team we were rooting for and all that kind of stuff, kiss it goodbye. Kiss it goodbye. Yeah. And, and at best, if there was something like this, I mean, you know, you'd have to. It's usually the only time you saw anything like this is when the news picked up a story. Right. And then the team decided to do something about it. This is probably goes on all the time. Guys are walking by, signing autographs, doing little things. It, it, it is a huge deal for a little kid. Yeah. I remember as a kid, you know, seeing my heroes watch that. It's a big deal and a little something goes a long way. And and I think, you know, they remember they should remember it once in a while. They were kids too. So we used to love Gordy Howe, the great hockey player. Mm. People get on the bus and he's out there still in his full uniform. This is what he's doing. He will sign every autograph if we're here till midnight. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Good so for good, Kyler. Good job for the Cardinals. Absolutely. And Way Kyler to be responsible. Murray. Again, kids, did you hear what he oh, did? Geez, he personal. was responsible. Personal would, responsibility. Oh That's why we'll beat China. <laughs> Do you think we can beat China? We can. With personal <laughs> Will responsibility. We? Will we beat China? Yeah, we'll beat China. Okay. Hey, coming we up We might next. find out soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why is Trump's situation with the FBI being compared to an overdue library book? We'll talk about it. It's a Gatos and Chad show.